the Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by the Elite Experience Elite Shotguns and is fueled by Fioki. Oh. Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, coming in hot with everything you want to hear about sporting clays. Guy Fieri. How are you, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Anthony Batteries Jr., how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Welcome back, David Radulovic. Yeah, that's a net positive. <laughs> Brad Kidd. Corey Cruz. Thank you for joining us this evening. Now I feel awkward. With your hosts, Jason Rambo. One more Red Bull for you. And Sean Alley. Woo, yeah! Christmas. Let's do it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. It's the Dead Pair Podcast. Dead and now, it's showtime. What's up, Lords and in charge? Well, buddy, uh, once again, you're back down there in Florida. I'm stuck up here in the cold weather of Ohio. Uh, this is all shortly following the national championship, which we also had, had to endure some weather down there as well. Yeah, that was, oh boy, that was... Uh, that was nasty. That's for sure. Um, hey, just real quick, I want to throw an apology. I know, um, you know, we recorded the Super Squad live, Sean, you and I did. And, uh, man, we got a ton of grief. And I, I apologize. I didn't know that when you are on live uh, with YouTube, you cannot put your phone in landscape mode. You actually have, you actually have to use a different platform, then stream it to, to YouTube. I didn't know all that. I found that out. What was it, Sean? About a half an hour after we we were done, David told us about it. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yep, yep. Um, so don't know and, what you don't know. know. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, look, you're talking about a guy that's an earth relocation specialist and a guy that makes signs. So we are not Chris Claxton uh, or Warner Brothers. So, <laughs> but, you know, live and learn. Uh, another thing, too, is the commentation. A lot of people are like, man, we don't know what's going on. Well, we had to be quiet. We couldn't talk. Right. Um, but we have figured out, just so everybody knows, we have figured out a way to get around to all of this and fix all of these problems for next year. So forgive us. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Hope everybody can understand. Hopefully some, you know, everybody got to view somewhat of it, right? So, um, but we'll we'll get on that. Of course, uh, I'm going to be recording the voiceover for that video that they did. Actually, I'm going to be recording that tomorrow. So probably come out the same time as this podcast. Yeah, I say the words of the wisdom or the words of wisdom are, hey, it's better better than nothing. What we did was better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean it's it was definitely cheaper than somebody's plane flight to San Antonio, right? That's, so. that's right. <laughs> but hey, uh speaking of this podcast, Sean Alley, we still have the Dead Pair Golf Cart giveaway. You know, check that out again. Uh video uh is right down in the show description and there's a link there uh which is to www.deadpair.givesmart.com. Man, Sean, 20 bucks for a chance at winning a full customized golf cart. How cool, right? Yeah, it's really cool. And you got a, a an awesome backstory about some good people who took the time to not only rebuild the golf cart and make it look like new, but were kind enough and generous enough to donate to us to uh give to such a worthy uh, organization like Kids and Clays. Yeah, for sure. Also coming up, the Dead Pair Blast. Man, this is this is turning out to be huge. Um, I know the details have been kind of scattered throughout our uh, podcast because we were letting everybody know, you know, as it came in. But final talk with uh, Mr. Brian Palmer. Um, I talked to him just the other day. So it looks like that Elite Shotguns and Vero Beach Sporting Clays is going to provide a dinner on both Friday and Saturday night. That was not originally planned, so that's pretty cool, huh, Sean? That's nice. That's really nice. Uh, of course, we got giveaways from Bear Pelt, 
All the winners of each class are going to receive a custom bear pelt sock for this event, gun sock. Atlas Traps is giving a little AT50 away. Uh, Rhino Chokes is putting together a package for everybody that I think is going to be, Sean, we talked about that down nationals. That is really cool, man. I cannot wait to see that. Somebody's going to be really happy if they win that one. That's for sure. Yeah, I think we're talking, if memory serves me correct, Sean, some barrel porting, some chokes, and it's some gun fit stuff. Yeah. Really, really cool deal. Of course, Odo Pro is putting together a little swag pack, and so is Ari Ranger. Um, You know, all of our sponsors have really stepped up and they're doing something for this event. And the winners of that is just going to be complete random draw from the entry list. Not, not like bear pelt will be a winner of each class. So again, that's going to be completely random. Uh, anybody's got a chance of winning that. Um, and then of course, JD's watch repair has stepped up and sponsored the fee task event for that. Still got some open spots for the super sporting. Uh, we've even got a few spots open for the main or the prelim. If somebody wants to jump in and sponsor that, they can. Did you mention the uh, cocktail hours being sponsored by Fioki? No, I didn't. Thank you very much. This is why I keep you around, Sean Alley. Right. But yeah, cocktail hour on Saturday night is 100% sponsored by Fioki. Uh, we're not going to get little, you know, nuts here and outfit a whole bar, but we're going to have some drinks. We're going to have, uh, some kegs of beer. Um, so if you're old enough to participate in that, that's going to be awesome. Right, Sean? Absolutely. Come on. So Sean, we got some cool guests coming on tonight. We got Scott Manspeaker, CEO of Atlas Traps. And of course the lovely Miss Casey Chase to tell us about those new, uh, those new changes coming to Score Chaser. Hey everyone, before we get to our first guest, uh, one of our near and dear sponsors, Rhino Chokes, has suffered a very tragic loss uh, in their family. Sean Alley, they've got a shoot coming up to benefit that family. Uh, you want to tell them about it? It's a blackjack sporting clothes. Yeah, real briefly, guys, um, their beloved Megan was killed in a motorcycle accident just five days prior to her 30th birthday. Um, she was very instrumental in the family, um, also very involved in building Rhino. Uh, and they're putting on a shoot to try to benefit her family. The Megan Justin Sunflower Memorial 50 Bird Shoot is going to be held at Blackjack Sporting Clays on November 24th of this year. All proceeds from the event will go directly to the family. If you can't attend, and uh, you but you feel like you would like to donate out of your heart, uh, donations can be made uh, via one of the QR codes that we'll be posting on our Facebook page. And you can do that through Venmo. Uh, use the QR code uh, on our Facebook page to get the, the donations sent. But again, uh, something that kind of hit them really, really hard, unexpected, obviously, for somebody so young to, to pass so tragically. So if it's in your hearts, please reach out to the guys at Rhino uh, and the whole family. They would really appreciate that. Yeah, we don't have a way of putting that Venmo code in the uh, show description. So like Sean said, we're going to post it on our uh, Dead Pair Facebook page, both the public group page and the main page. So just, you know, you can scan it with your phone, click on the QR code, donate you know if you can't make it to make it to the shoot uh when i talked to matt uh dixon earlier this week he told me that if somebody wants to show up and shoot 50 birds and donate whatever they want for those 50 birds if they want to shoot 100 birds whatever they want to do they'll they're greatly appreciative either way yeah definitely good cause and i know that the community will rise up and help them out so keep them in your prayers and thoughts yep so hey listen on to mr scott manspeaker the dead pair. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it took going back in the way back wagon for this one. This guy was on with us two years ago. Lots, t- lots happened. Lots changed. Uh, made total sense to get him on. 
Welcome back to the show, Scott Manspeaker, CEO of Atlas Traps. Thanks, Jason. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Good, Scott. Haven't uh, hasn't been too long since we saw you. Got to hang out there at the Atlas booth at the Nationals. That was pretty yeah. pretty cool. Uh, glad to spend some time with you. A good time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. While we were down there, I, I couldn't help but notice. I mean, there was a lot of people coming in, and uh, I noticed that a lot of them were impressed with the features on those Atlas traps. But Scott. If I can dive right in here, you've got two new trap offerings coming from Atlas. The uh, I think it's the AT200 and the AT500. Is that right? You mind uh, giving us a rundown, yeah. our listeners, of what's going on? Yeah, that's right. They're not completely new. They're variants of what we already have. Okay. Um, our base commercial machine, like our base sporter, it's the same throughout, whether you go from our current 150 up to our 650. The framework, the the one-way bearing, the throwing arms, the springs, everything is literally the same. On our on our 150, we'll use a, a motor that's like an inch shorter. Other than that, that's the that's the only difference. So with the AT200 and the AT500, I'll start with the uh, the 200 first. We took our AT150 and we're just increasing the the capacity of the magazine, so it'll be a little bit taller. It'll still do the exact same great things that it does now. You know, it's aggressive lean angles, it's accuracy and release time and all those good things. And then the AT500 is um, is our we, we took our AT400 and then beefed up some of the some of the parts on it and also increased the capacity. So even though they're a new new model, they're an old model or you know a current model, if you will. New, new and improved, I guess is the best thing to say, right? <laughs> Yeah, a little, a little larger. You know, with, speaking of improving, we don't uh, – we kind of drive ourselves crazy a little bit because we we don't ever leave anything alone. And we're, we're constantly trying to make these things better and make them live longer outside and make them simpler for the for the clubs with, you know, less target breakage and all these all these things that, uh, that you strive to do. Well, I'm sure nobody's going to hold that against you for sure. Um, <laughs> right. You know, the other thing is while we were sitting in there, and we weren't in there a whole bunch, but when we were hanging out in there, I couldn't believe how many people were coming up to you guys asking about uh, rabbit traps. And I know another thing we talked about was there was going to be some changes to the RTC, the rabbit uh, teal Shondell machine as well. Um, can you kind of give us a rundown of what the changes are and why you decided to do that to that machine? Yeah, so... So currently, our RTC stands for Rabbit Teal Shundell, and it comes with two different arms. One's for a rabbit target, the other's for a standard target. And so you can throw, a, uh, with a rabbit arm, you can throw rabbit across the ground or a, or a low-flying rabbit. And then with the standard target arm, you can throw perfectly vertical teal and Shondell and everything in between. So with our backing up a little bit to our sporters, like our AT. 150, 300, 400, they will lean to such aggressive angles. Like you can lean them all the way over left or right and back. And so you can throw some incredible Shondells out of these and even you throw 70 degree plus teal. So with our RTC, we are going to change the designation of that to either throw rabbit targets or to throw standard targets. And that way we can set it up specifically for rabbits. So when you when you're interchanging, there's some adjustments and things like that that need to be made. And if somebody doesn't get it quite right in the field and you're, you know, you're throwing a, get a lot of spring on the target and you're throwing some, some pretty wild angles, you want it to be just perfect. And mm -hmm. so we're, we're taking that away and it's going to be a target specific machine. And really if, if people need a, 
if, if they don't need a perfectly vertical 90 degree teal, then they could, they can go with, um, like our 150 or 200, 300 and 400. Gotcha. So that'll happen. The 200, the 500, and then the RTC going to a rabbit or a teal Shondell is all going to happen on January 1st. Scott, I, I want to back up here for a minute and cause I even heard it at nationals and I know you and I get phone calls every week about this. Um, how many times a year do you hear, Hey, isn't Atlas a recreational trap? I mean, dude, we hear it nonstop. Why do you think after all these years of Atlas being in the commercial market and being the best commercial trap out there, why do you think people still have that persona? Well, I think, I think we're, um, I think we created that ourselves because we did such a great job with our recreational models, like our AT 50 and our AT 250. Um, and that, that's really the world we lived in up until, I guess about 15 years ago or so. And, and we gained such a good market share with those machines and they're, they're wildly popular that when people say Atlas, they think of those. And then when uh, kind of a hurdle we have to get over is when we're talking to somebody in the commercial world about Atlas, that's their first thought. They think single stack. Well, that's not going to work in my commercial application. Right. And then they see one of our commercial machines and, and, and once they see them and definitely see them work, they understand immediately. Well, something else exciting that's coming, at least for you and I in the short-term interim, and I think everybody else will be excited long-term, is there's some new construction going on in Atlas. And and explain what's going on, Scott, and what this is going to mean in-game for the customer, why it's important that they know this. Sure. So so we've got, we every year, and we're in our 21st year with Atlas, we've had steady growth. But here in the last handful of years, we've had increasing growth and so we are uh, we've already broke ground on our building expansion we're effectively doubling our square footage that's going to allow us to to bring on additional assemblers and builders where we can get these these wait times down because right now it takes it's quite a while from the time of order to uh, delivery of the machine typically right well, it's, it's good. It's, it means machines are in demand, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great thing. You know, these are the types of problems that you, that you welcome and that you look for and you try to grow, but we also are very conscious about not growing too quickly and letting things fall through the cracks. And, uh, so we welcome the growth. We love the growth. That's what we're striving to do, but we also want to make sure that we just handle it in the right way. And this expansion is really going to help. It's going to help, uh, you know, really in every way. Yeah. Well, Scott, also, while we were down at Nationals hanging out with you guys, I mean, I got to, again, witness a lot of people coming in and out asking questions about your traps. And one of the things that impressed me most was you guys have no qualms about offering pretty much the best warranty of any trap <clears throat> manufacturer out there. And it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, it's six years? Is that what you guys give a person that buys the trap? Yeah. Yes, it is six years, and it's also lifetime on our one-way bearing or some people call it a clutch uh, where some of our competitors, I think are a two year. The others are like a three year. And so we effectively are, are doubling the, uh, the best warranty provided by our, our competitors out there. And the big reason for that is because 
even though we're in our 21st year with Atlas, we are also Hunter's Point traps, and we've been building those in the U.S. since the early 80s. So we've tried a lot of different things. Uh, we've tried different componentry. And like I said earlier, we're, we're, we don't ever sit stagnant. And so we're, we're finding out what works. We know what's going to hold up. We know what's not going to, and we obviously get rid of that. So with our six-year warranty, and, and even after our warranty, we don't sell a lot of warranty parts. I mean, a lot of replacement parts. Yeah. Well, and that's what I thought was most impressive. I mean, you really have to feel confident in your machines if you're going to offer that kind of coverage. I mean, it's just like buying a car. You know, if you buy a car with a two or three year warranty versus one with a five or 10 year warranty, obviously there's a reason for that. Um, so you guys seem very confident. Seems like you've got a lot of the bugs worked out. Also, you know, the other thing uh, I heard you guys talking about, you know, on, on a lot of these other competitive traps, there's more complex you know, computer boards and things like that that have a tendency to go out, especially when they're out there in the weather, the humidity, the moisture, the the hot and the cold. And you guys have kind of simplified some of your stuff down to where I heard you tell one fellow that actually uh, it was a transistor or something they could actually go down and pick up at an auto parts store if that ever went out. <laughs> is that is that right? Yeah that's, yeah, that's true. So over the years, a lot of different companies have done different ways or different methods to fire their machines and and. And some of them we think are more complex than they need need to be. And so if you open up the control box of any of our commercial sporters, you're going to find literally the only thing inside the control box is a toggle switch, a relay, a circuit breaker, and a diode to uh, protect the polarity. It doesn't get any more simple than that. And we actually sell a lot of our control boxes for different brand of machines. Because you can go in and you can you can purchase a whole wiring harness and control box for a sporting clay machine from us for less money than you can buy the components to fix some of the different brands out there. Gotcha. And I thought that was really impressive. I mean, that's that's I, I love the simplicity factor. I love the reliability factor, and that's got to play a big a big part in uh, getting customers and making them happy because once they've got them out there in the field and they realize that, hey, this isn't that big of a deal, even if it does fail, um, that's got to make you feel good too, right? Oh, for sure. And, it, you know, these things live outside their entire life. So club owners and managers have plenty of other things to worry about. If, if their equipment is causing them fits and giving them problems, they're not happy. Right. And so – with these things being simple, they're, they are mechanical. So at some point in their life, they're going to need a little attention. At that point, we want it to be as fast as possible and as easy as possible. You know, Scott, it's hard for me to ask questions here because you and I talk, you know, every day, it seems like, uh, but with orders and customers and everything else. And a lot of this stuff is, you know, I'm glad Sean's asking these questions. I'm glad he was observant at, down at Nationals because uh, he's usually not. Um, easy. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you something outside of Atlas traps here for a minute. So you have been shooting a little bit more as crazy as your schedule is. You've been shooting a little bit more and a little birdie told me that you may or may not have taken a lesson from Mr. Rad Chad Roberts. Himself. <laughs> so, so all of that is, is true. Um, I love to shoot. I just, um, you know, I'm doing other things. I'm busy with busy with work and things like that. So one thing that's really helped is my son is 16 now and, and um, he loves to shoot. And, and I wish he would, I wish he would make the choice to shoot competitively because he shoots really well. 
he just goes out and has, has fun. He doesn't really stress about it, but Chad was in town recently. And so we, uh, my son's Drake and Drake and I took a, uh, a class from Chad and Chad has a, um, but Chad's one of those guys that can do it, but he can also teach it, um, which I thought was really cool. And my son learns differently than I do. And Chad was able to spot that and explain a method or, or something like that to, to Drake and then just a completely different way that would relate to me. So I thought that was pretty cool how how you know, we've all had teachers who, who can teach and can't teach. And, and it was cool that Chad really, really knows what he's doing when he's instructing. Yeah, he's he's an amazing amazing coach. Um, if I could ever implement everything he's taught me, I'd probably be at the top of some leaderboard. <laughs> it's uh, a lot of information. It is. It is a lot of information, and that's what's cool about Chad is is, and, and I don't mean to go down this rabbit hole about Chad, but he he really understands the individual, which helps him kind of you know tilt his lesson towards that individual it's not just all black and white cut and dry for everybody so 100 um, that's that's something i caught on to quickly um and, and that, that's that was really impressive i thought yeah absolutely hey scott so basically does nationals pretty much wrap up your year i mean is that kind of like your end point uh for for the 2023 season or do you still have some other <clears throat> stuff going on before the end of the year you know, there's there's really no other shoots that we that we go to between nationals and the end of the year. But our um, our season is, you know, we used to have a busy season and then it would it would back off a little bit. But now that stays pretty much wide open year round. Um, so even though we're not going out and, and having to go to the store or, or going to the store at nationals or other shoots, we are. We're busy, busy, just trying to uh, trying to keep up. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the reason I was asking is basically, you know, we're looking into 2024 at this point for next year. And, of course, one of the big shoots to get you off and going, we were talking about, I think you guys are going to make a visit down to the Jack Links. Is that correct? We are, yes. And uh, I haven't been. And, obviously, I, you know, I see all the information from from uh, the Jack Links shoot. And I, I think it's incredible what they're doing. It literally, um, this is funny. You, you mentioned that cause I was in the, I was in the gas station the other day and I went to grab some, some beef jerky and I had my hand on brand X, just not even thinking. And I realized, wait a second, Jack links totally supports our industry. And so right there, I just switched and made sure I left with Jack links. So yeah. I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to, to see the shoot, see how it's ran. You know, of course, get to see everybody, our sponsored shooters and and dealers and distributors and things like that. But definitely excited to uh, shoot the targets and or shoot at the targets and uh, right, right. You know, see how that goes. Oh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. They always do a, a fantastic job, and it's one of me and Jason's uh, favorite shoots of the year to go to. Yeah, it really looks amazing. Hey, speaking of shoots, um. Uh, and I've thanked you and Sean's thanked you, but I want to do it publicly. Thank you very much for donating the AT50, the dead pair blast at Vero. Um, that's, I think that's awesome. And and we appreciate you stepping up like that. We really do. Happy to be a part of that. I don't think we're going to be able to make it, make it there, but uh, we wanted to at least be, uh, you know, donate and, and be part of it. So we appreciate that opportunity. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Hey, hey, Scott, I thought of something, and this is, it doesn't have anything to do with me, but I, I need to tell the story so people understand where I'm going with this is, 
you know, when I agreed to become a dealer with Atlas, if you know, I've, and I've told this story before on the program is, you know, I flew out to Kansas and spent, you know, time on the floor, hands on building machines. And I got to know the guys behind, behind it, you know, that are building the equipment. And it's amazing to me. And this is where I want you to comment how much pride the people at Atlas have knowing that they're building a trap machine that's made 100% in the United States and how much pride they have in their work. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Because I think that's important. I mean, if you look at all the other trap manufacturers out there, Atlas is probably more United States built than anybody else, right? Yeah. Um, what's really cool about our, our machine and uh, so we don't we don't do our own laser cutting or press breaking, but that's done 40 miles from uh, from our shop. And then a lot of the other componentry, of course, we make the one way bearings and things like that ourselves. But uh, bulk of that machine is is sourced within literally 40 miles from our shop. So but touching on the, you know, the pride, it, it's it is when you hear the phrase like, you know, Bill with pride in America and that type of thing. I, I can't imagine a company that, that whose employees take more pride in their product than ours. These guys absolutely just love building good quality American products. And of course we obviously love that too. Well, I mean, you know, I, I look at like John is one of the owners of Atlas and he is hands-on testing every single machine that goes out the door. And I don't mean just one or two targets. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking load. Let's load the carousel up and we're going to make sure that target 50 throws as good as target one, you know? And, but it's, it's that kind of, you know, I think about big Mike, you know, he is so prideful on the work that he turns out. I mean, he comes in early, he stays late. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You just don't see that anymore. And I think it's important to bring that up. No, it, it, it really is. Yeah. We have, uh, our staff is everything because we're, you know, my John and I are just spokes in the wheel and, and, uh, this thing wouldn't happen without all of our guys. So we, uh, our hats off to them and, and, um, without them, we, none of this would happen. Well, Scott, again, we really appreciate being able to spend some time with you at nationals. It's always great catching up. Obviously I didn't make it the year before, so it was great to see you and John down there at the booth and, uh, hang around with some of the other shooters. Um, you know, Chad was in there hanging around. A couple other guys were hanging around and, you know, it's just, again, it just impressed me so much when you had so many people walk in and out of your booth that so many of them were unaware of the little features, the little touches, the better materials, you know, everything's, you know, stainless or aluminum or whatever you guys have figured out. I mean, obviously you've taken time, you've, you've had problems, you've overcome those problems. And, you know, as you said, you're, you're trying to make the best uh, low maintenance trap that you can, that's going to last as long as it can. Um, and, and, you know, hats off to you guys for that, because a lot of people don't really want to do anything other than just, you know, move numbers across a piece of paper. And I think it's just like Jason said, it's awesome that you have the staff that you do. It's awesome that they take pride in what they're doing. And, uh, if you, if every, all of our listeners out there, if you are considering a trap, I would, I would strongly urge you to at least take a look at an Atlas trap. They are very different than a lot of the competitors out there. And I think they use, uh, much better components, much better materials. Um, it all makes sense. And then when you talk to the people that have them, they can't say enough good things about them. So Scott hats off to you. And again, thank you so much for allowing us to spend time with you. And I learned a lot when I was in there hanging around, believe it or not, I really did. Well, I appreciate that. And one, one other thing I might add is, is 
when somebody buys one of our products and if they do have a question or they do have an issue, when you call Atlas, you're going to get one of three people on the phone, myself, Mike, or Hopper. And all three of us know the machines through and through. So we don't have to pass you off. We don't have to get back to you with an answer. We can handle whatever the issue is right there. If you need a part, we can overnight it, you know, whatever the, whatever the case is. So we just want to make it as simple as possible on, uh, on our customers and, and support our product all the way through. Well, Scott, I know how busy you are and, and it means a lot to me personally that you spent some time with us. Um, and if you notice, Sean was pretty inquisitive down there at nationals looking at what are you talking about over there? And you know, he's, he's big guy starting to come around there. Maybe we talk him into buying some land. I, I know a guy that's selling a few of them. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could help him. Yeah. But no, it means a lot to us. American company, American pride behind the product that you're on board with the podcast. Like I say, I'm biased because I'm a dealer, but at the same time, you know, the podcast is a separate entity and uh, we really can't thank you guys enough for, for coming on board with us. And if it's okay with you, Scott, uh, I'll just go ahead and announce you've already agreed to 2024 with us, uh, which is awesome. We're excited about that and uh, just can't thank you enough. Heck yes, yeah. sir. We're ha happy to be uh, happy to be a part of the dead pair for sure. Well, Scott, I guess the next time we're going to get to see your ugly mug is down there at Jack Link. So uh, we'll have to plan a Saturday night adult beverage and uh, oh, I'm sure. catch back up again. <laughs> Sounds good. I like the one. I like it. All right, Scott. Well, we'll let you go. We know you're busy. Uh, again, we appreciate the time and looking forward to seeing you at the next one. Sounds good. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. We'll see you. See you, bud. Well, definitely been too long since we talked to Scott on the podcast. Yeah, I talk to the guy every day, so it kind of just slips my mind, you know? Right. I mean, right. I mean, I, it's like, wow, it was just last month. No, it was two years ago, dude. <laughs> so, but no, Scott's, Scott's an awesome guy, and, you know, he was very humble, not wanting to brag on Atlas Traps as much as I wanted him to, but... I understand. I mean, you know, you you got to watch. You know, you could you could hurt people's feelings pretty quick. So sure, sure. But I think they all should be proud of what they do, the machines they build, and especially that warranty. I mean, if you weren't confident in your machines, you wouldn't offer a warranty like that. I know, right? Um, hey, listen, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Right now, Casey Chase is texting me. We got to get on a call with that lady right now. The dead all right, back with us again, the lovely Miss Casey Chase from Score Chaser. How are you, Casey? I'm doing great. How are you tonight, Jason? Uh, I'm just finding frog hair split three ways. <laughs> there you go. We have got the the master, the, the Miss Master of Schedules right here, Casey yes. Chase and Score Chaser. Um I, could, I, I wish she had a like a like a regular day chaser app or something. I could use her in my hip pocket all day. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I wish I had that hitting me up every day at work, so I could, wouldn't forget all the things that I do. <laughs> right. Um, so, so Casey, we're we've got you on here because we've got some big news about Score Chaser 2.0. Correct. We do. We're working on a lot of really fun things that um, we're excited to release very soon. Cool. Well, tell us all about it. I'm anxious to hear this. So there are a few topics that we're addressing in our second phase of development. Uh, the first one is already out and live. It's the calendar. So our pro shooters have access um, to a calendar through their MyScores page. And that allows them to sync their iPhone you know, calendar, their Google calendars, any of that kind of stuff. Um, so that any tournaments that they sign up for are 
um, automatically updated on their personal calendars. Um, the calendars also allow clubs to push out um, all of their tournament schedule and share that with their members or share that with anybody that wants, um, you know, to keep on track with a certain club's tournament schedule. So that's live and out. Um, the next portion of 2.0 is lessons. And we are deep in the heart of that right now. So the lessons platform is going to allow instructors to have um, an administration tool that helps them book their clients, keep notes on their clients, any financial transactions, um, scheduling, all of that good stuff. And then also introduces the public to an easier way to access um, instructors for sporting clays. That Um, That is very cool. Yeah, we're really excited about that part of it. I'm looking at art right now, and we're going to start testing very soon. So I'm hoping to have that launched by the end of the year. Um, And then shortly after that, we're going to kind of shift our focus to adding features for our club. So immediately, we're going to begin work on tournament templating. Um, This allows clubs access to some universal templates. So those will uh, be, you know, typical like monthly shoots to state shoots to regional shoots. So any new clubs that are interested in hosting NSCA shoots um, will have access to these templates to kind of have a starting point on how to build out their shoot. Um, and then we're also going to give clubs the opportunity to build their own template so that each year, if they have a signature shoot, they can grab their template and start from there. They don't have to start from scratch. So That'll be pretty exciting. Um, With the club rollouts, we're going to add in a tournament stats feature. So this is going to be a really neat tool to help clubs maybe set targets a little more efficiently or better as a whole throughout the year. Um, It's going to give them really interesting entrance statistics also, kind of who their market is and who they're catering to. Um, And then a target calculator with that. Um, We're hoping to work with white flyers so that we can help clubs order targets, one, like based on the number of signups that they have, and then also give them worksheets so it's easier to um, stock the courses uh, with certain types of targets. Because, you know, we go through a big chain of lots of people that um, help put these shoots on. So we're just trying to help expedite and, and make that process more efficient. Wow, that that is incredible. Yeah, Casey, let, yeah. Me, let me ask you real quick. Is most of these change, changes based off of like feedback and suggestions that you've gotten from users or are you guys just kind of brainstorming and figuring out what you can add to make it better? Kind of both. So there's definitely a lot of feedback um, that we receive that's interesting and fun, uh, fun ideas to play around with. Uh, some of these items have, have been on my list for some time. They just didn't make the the short list of priorities to get done in the first build. So kind of both. We're, we're looking at suggestions for sure. Um, and then also just some ideas that I had from the beginning that we're hoping to implement and, and do in a way that's, you know, comprehensive for the club. So there's some of these things that we're doing in 2.0, like I'll get down to digital scoring here pretty soon, have kind of been done before, you know, um, uh, target calculator has even been kind of done before in an app form that um, target setters could use, but we're doing it in a way that's um, on a single platform, more accessible, more user-friendly, and hopefully becomes a tool that they use on a daily basis. And they can actually also use that to order targets from from Whiteflyer? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping that we have a link. Um, I know some things are changing with Whiteflyer, so 
I don't know what's going to happen with like distributorships, but but we are certainly hoping to um, integrate, you know, the, make the process efficient and easy for them to step through. That's incredible. Well, Sean and I both have your pro membership. And when you said something about calendars, Sean and I's eyes lit up. He grabbed his phone and went straight to the app and started looking. I didn't know that was available. That's that's just, uh, uh, yeah, that's another thing for me to play with tonight. Um, you know, it's, it is amazing to me. There's a lot of features like our tournament explorer map that goes underused big time. And it really is so handy, especially in that Florida market. Um, you know, I just think of that as an example where you're going to back to back shoots. You can use that map to, you know, plan your route. And there are some of those features. Um, I think we pushed out the calendars back in June. Um, so it's just a fun thing to kind of play around with. And I hope to keep surprising you with some new features. Heck yeah. Keep it coming. Well, I've been sleeping <laughs> under a rock. That thing's been out since June. See, this is why we have you on to keep us on our toes case. <laughs> yeah. So, um, before we move on, is there anything else new on the 2.0 that we haven't hit on yet? Oh yeah. So waiting lists, um, are going to be something that shooters can now put themselves on. Really? Very soon you'll, yeah, as part of, you know, you're running into tournaments right now for 2024 that are booked up, you know, fee task is sold out or, uh, you know, even for nationals right now, m- most of the events are booked up like super sporting has been booked up for months, but as part of the registration process, you'll see that it's sold out. You'll be able to select whether you want to be on a wait list for any spot that opens up in that event or for a specific rotation, or you'll even be able to notate. If you want to only shoot that event, if you can get in on this guy's squad, you know, so like, sure, I'd love to be in super sporting, but I have to shoot it with Sean. So you'll have those options when you're going through the waiting list process. Um, My scores is also going to get a major revamp with shooter statistics. We're going to give you a lot of really interactive, fun tools to analyze your performance. Um, Series shoots is another part of 2.0, which is going to allow clubs to host leagues and maybe even state associations to put on points races, which we've seen. Um, but there isn't a software that really accommodates these multi-week tournaments. And, and let's be honest, there's some really funny rules at some of these league yeah. shoots and, and points races, you know, like we got to drop out your top two scores or your top two, your bottom two scores, you know? So I've looked at a lot of different sets of rules trying to come up with a solution that will be very dynamic and accommodate all of these different things because there isn't a ton of rules and each state association when they're doing their points race is even a little bit different. So we've got some great plans in place for that. So I'm really excited to dig in on the testing on that. Um, And then the last part of 2.0 will be the digital scoring. And we're going to approach that um, kind of twofold. So the first part is going to be just Uh, maybe for a club situation where they are totally stuck on paper and they want to use paper scorecards, we want to help them process those scorecards faster. So we're working with a company right now that um, has major accounts like 3M, the FDA, many big names, uh, a lot of government stuff, a lot of healthcare stuff. um, And they've got some really exciting scanning technology. Um, We're hoping to adapt our traditional score sheet table into that technology and and explore that and see what options we have. And then the second fold of that would be completely live scoring, you know, at the station on a, on a device, whether that be an iPad or a phone. And we're trying to be very sensitive to, in um, making sure that we're not creating a huge upfront cost for clubs in terms of what kind of hardware they have to have. 
Um, so accessible in terms of a shooter being able to score themselves on the digital live scoring or trappers if they have them at the station. So that'll be really fun. Um, I'm hoping to start getting into that uh, late first quarter of next year. Wow. Very cool. The, um, back in regards to the pro membership, are you seeing an, an increase of your pro memberships? We are. We definitely are. Um, it is over the last six months, especially during like uh, the championship tour season. Uh, I've seen a huge influx there and I'm sure we will and kind of have already started going into national. So um, it's fun to see. Um, there's a lot of features outside of the concierge program that are really great um, for shooters like the in-tournament text notification. So w- w- there's a lot of people taking advantage of it, and it's, it's pretty awesome to see that part of it grow. Yeah, Sean and I have bragged about your your texting because it saved our bacon. What was it last year, Sean, at the, at the US, US Open? Open. Yeah. Uh, we were, you know, that place is enormous uh, there at Rick Hemingway's. Right. We were way out in the parking lot, and it's like, wow, the weather's not looking good, but we were about to get ready to shoot. And then evidently, you know, here comes our text message. It's been delayed for 30 <laughs> minutes, and that yeah. saved us from, from hauling butt up there. But it's so nice. I was talking to, to um, uh, somebody last just last weekend. We shot a tournament. I'm like, "What station are we on?" And all of a sudden, did he? There was a text message. And I'm like, "Oh, there's where we're going." So, you know, good, no brainer, right? I'm so glad but, you guys are loving it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I absolutely. Love oh it. yeah, it's, it's worth every penny, and it's just so much information and like. You don't even have to think about it. I'm actually getting lazy. It's like I just show up. I'm like, I don't even care what station. Well, see, that's the problem is I'm starting to rely on it. (laughs) Yeah. If it stops working, we're in trouble. Yeah, my phone battery dies and we're in trouble. Right. Well, well, Casey, since since you've got your pulse on on the numbers and everything, what about overall participation in shoots? I mean, are you seeing an increase across the board or where's the numbers looking like at the, these days? It's really kind of been interesting to watch. Um, I think that all of the championship tour events and even state shoot um, tournaments are up. Like uh, just huge regionals, huge U.S. Open. Nationals is definitely over what it's been in the past. I'm looking at 24, 28 shooters signed up right now. So it's it's pretty amazing to see these big, big shoots grow. Um, I think that the monthly shoots are kind of staying on par. I'm not seeing as much of a change there, but... Overall, I do think that um, our sport is growing rapidly. Um, there's a lot of new avenues for new shooters to come in. Um, your podcast has certainly been a huge player in bringing new new people to the sport, you know, encouraging and approachable. And um, I do think we're growing. I think overall across the board, we are growing. I think the big shoots are just getting ginormous. That's where I'm seeing the biggest spike. Yeah, yeah for sure. <clears throat> um Casey, it's been kind of a roller coaster ride for you this year. I mean, there's been lots of highs and lows. Um, how has this influenced the infrastructure of Score Chaser? And what I mean by that is, you know, you take the like the tragic loss that we had of Lois, but we saw people at Score Chaser that really stepped up when that happened to, to try and fill her shoes and kind of come together and make the organization even stronger. So, how? You know, how's the infrastructure been influenced this year? It, you know, especially the last few months since July, since Lois passed, it's, it's been particularly difficult. Um, I'll miss her forever. She was my best friend and provided so much insight and knowledge in my own personal growth through this industry. Um, 
you know, the first nationals I ever worked was with her in 2008. So yeah. I've known her a long time and, and have learned so much from her. Um, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate my team and all the ladies that stepped up to help me through that time. Um, we did a lot of scrambling and organizing people to get them to our shoots and, and all the way through 2024. And, um, just how lucky am I to be able to rely on, um, on these wonderful women that follow through and do a good job and are happy to help, you know, and they are huge shoes to fill. And I don't think anybody will ever really take Lois's spot. You know, I don't think that's no. possible. She's no. one of a kind for sure. But, um, we're lucky that, um, we had enough experience with her to do our best by her and continue on. Yeah. That's, it, it, you know, I guess if you, if you could look for a positive and every negative, you know, like I said, it seemed like your team just really bonded together big time more than for they sure. already were, you know? And so I guess you could take that as a positive from the, the negative, which is the loss. So, um, it's, it's amazing to me to see how people in this community come together. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Yeah. Um, well, Casey, I don't want to go off on a little bit of a side tangent here i I recently shot with a guy uh new to sporting clays but a long time trap shooter actually shot with him his very first sporting clays tournament and okay he was on my squad and uh it was at the high state shoot and i said uh, i was pulling up my phone and i said oh what station i'm on and i was like i'll check my score chaser and he's like "What, what are you looking at and i'm like well we've got this app called score chaser and he's like no kidding and i was showing him some of the features and stuff he said man we could probably use something like that on the trap field any possible oh boy any possible <laughs> chance that that oh, be going boy. <laughs> oh boy is right <laughs> <laughs> you do, casey don't step off into the ata dark side don't do it don't do it well i don't know if you know this but um both i grew up in trap shoots both of my parents competitively shoot ata even still to this day and um i've been involved in the trap side quite a bit um and I, I would love to, and there's a huge call from um, a lot of my current club customers to be multidiscipline. Uh, what's scary about that is I don't know that the shooters are quite ready for <laughs> what score chaser <laughs> would push them into, you know? Yeah. So, gotcha. So we're, we're a little hesitant. Um, I'm definitely interested and in who knows what the future holds, but just, uh, I don't know that the time's right here right now because i'm you know i'm not done with all my ideas for sporting clays yet so sure want to work through that and then we'll see what happens well like i said i just whipped it out and and he looked at it and he's like oh my gosh this is amazing so i just wanted to ask just in case uh you hadn't thought about it (laughs) 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 we're also looking at like the international market too you know we would love to be a part of world fetas not only when it's here in the states um coming up at game unlimited, you know, we're hoping to, we're actually going to open the side events this, uh, winter after nationals, probably closer to the first of, uh, first of the year, once VTAS gets ready to open up the main event part of it. But the international market is something else that we're hoping to explore someday. Um, like I said, I just want to get all my ideas done here first. Very cool. Um, is there any new changes coming next year that you could share with us that we haven't discussed already? I mean, we I know we went over the 2.0, but is there anything else coming that you want to tell us about? Well, 2.0 for sure is um, going to take through the, the better part of next year to build out. Okay. And, you know, these, these processes take a lot of time. So planning started for 2.0, I think, in 
uh, I think in January is when we start, or maybe November of last year is when we started planning. And then it takes quite a bit of time to work through that. And then we actually go into the development phase of it and then testing and so on. So um, what I am excited about though, is that we've actually already started planning for phase three um, and phase three will kind of dive more into the money side of things. So um, for instance, we're hoping someday to be able to offer clubs an opportunity rather than sending you a paper check to pay you straight into a digital wallet. Oh, and then gosh. Yeah. And then shooters can use that same digital wallet to pay their entry fees for any club or, you know, transfer it to their bank account or cash it out, whatever they want to do. So we're going to look more into that. And then also just um, making our transfers to clubs, you know, we process money on all the deposits and money collected through score chaser right now. So hoping to make that process a little more efficient on our side and for clubs. So, well, I think what you should do is let the user have an account where any winnings they get from a tournament stays in their score chaser and they can use that for tournaments. So my wife doesn't know how much money I'm spending on tournaments (laughs) and how much money. Of course she edits these things. So I just blew my cover. Perfect. Yeah. Shot himself in the foot without intending it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Open mouth and insert foot. All right. Great. So, um, Casey, how's tourney talk working out for you? Are you seeing any response on that? I'm loving it. You know, and I've been listening to the podcast and I think it's great. Um, I think it gives shooters a big heads up when we open these big shoots and, and certainly ones that they need to jump on the registration for. So I'm happy to partner with you guys on that and, and grateful for the opportunity. Oh, we're grateful for you. Trust me. I mean, we, we love having score chaser on this program with us and uh, we've had people come up to us and say things like, Hey man, I'm so glad you guys are doing that because now I know when I can sign up for this or that. So it's, it's been a, it's been a bonus on our end too. And like I said, we're, we're happy to have you on for sure. Yep. Thank you so much. Well, Casey, any any closing thoughts before we let you go? I think that's it, guys. Thank you so much for the spotlight. Really appreciate it. Always a pleasure to have you on, Casey. Can't wait to see you at the next shoot. Yeah, we'll see you here in a couple weeks. All right. We'll see you, Case. Safe travels, guys. Uh-huh, you too. Bye-bye. Jason, I don't know if there's anything more innovative than what Score Chaser wound up doing. We've, you know, when we started shooting, uh, we used a couple other applications to register and sign up for tournaments. But I mean, Score Chaser is just light years ahead. Well, you know, I listen. I, I'm, I'll admit it. When it was like, what? I got to go to this app now and try this and navigating it was, you know, something new. And I'm like Fred Flintstone with a laptop. So, um, but the more I used it as like, man, I love this. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, nobody and, nobody likes change. I mean, you know, when you get used to something, get comfortable with it. It's hard to make a change. But honestly, change is much, much, much better than well, what we were Well, and using. look at what she's doing. She's being so innovative. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, I mean, you, I saw you playing with your phone and she's talking about the calendar. I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and not to mention, I mean, you have a way to look up your shoots. You schedule your shoots. Now she's right. doing stuff with coaches and clubs. I mean. It's almost an all-in-one encompassing clay target scheduling machine. And clubs have got to be loving it, not just for the registration side mm-hmm. of it, but like you, like she said, you know, you have now uh, a, an app that the management can use for ordering targets and managing their targets on a course. And Well, and just, just think like, of wow. the phone calls it cuts out because you can request who you want to squad with, 
right then and there. If you have to make a change, somebody has to back out or somebody wants to join, you do it all right there on the right. app. And you don't bother anybody. You don't call the club. You don't have a long 20-minute conversation because of, of one little change. So yeah, it's got to save time on that aspect. Agreed. But what I'm getting at is now the app is going beyond just registration. Oh, absolutely. There's so many other uses for it now for clubs, for club management, for shooters. I mean, this is... Phenomenal. Yeah, I, awesome. I didn't. I didn't realize about the calendar integration. That's that's a huge plus. That is awesome. Um, and you know what? Hats off to Casey Chase and all the crew over there at Score Chaser. We love having them on board with us, and you know, I hope they'll forever stay on board with us because they're such great people to work with. Yeah, and we have a lot of people to thank, Jason. I mean, let's start off the top. Elite Shotguns, huge, huge sponsor. If you guys are looking for hey, a great gun out there. Have you seen that new? Browning's at the 50th anniversary of Satori that they're offering. I have not. Holy cow, oh, dude. I'm telling you, I need a ProSign Studio credit card before we leave this podcast I tonight. I left it at home. It's funny. I'll call your wife. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll mess in her text and not to answer. <laughs> but, dude, I'm telling you what, you guys got to check out this shotgun. I mean, an elite has it. Yeah, and if it's not that one, they got hundreds of other ones that oh, you yeah. can pick from Absolutely. from just about any kind of budget you can imagine. Uh, another big shout out to Fioki USA. Great ammunition. You click, bang, it's all kinds of fun, right? Love, I mean, love us some little rhinos. Love us some little rhinos. Uh, bear pelt. You got to look great when you're out on the course, Jason, even, even if you're not shooting great. That's my only upside to my shooting, Sean. I <laughs> make it look good. So, And, of course, we had Scott Manskeeper on Atlas Traps, American-made Atlas Traps, fantastic trap, best, Absolutely. best warranty in the market. Hey, I know a guy. Uh, yes. If you're in the market. Yeah. Need some Atlas Traps. You want to throw a name out or... They're going to leave him guessing. 614-949-6121. Yeah, that's Jason. All right. <laughs> if you need a trap, he's a guy to talk to. He can hook you up. Um, also, big thanks to R.E. Ranger. Fantastic glasses. We love our reacts, right, Jason? Oh, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm jealous. You've got the new Ultimate light lens. Uh, they're working on mine. It's going to be a while. But they are... Just so you know, everybody, they are in the final testing phases for prescriptions, so it's coming. Oh, so. boy. Oh, boy. I know, right? But, hey, listen, you know what? Hats off to them because they're not going to let anything go until it's right. Yeah. No, and that's a, that's a great attitude to have, too. Yeah. And if you're protecting your eyes, you also got to protect your ears with OtoPro. And the gals over there at OtoPro, Dr. Grace and all of them, they do a bang-up job. If you want your ears protected, give them a call. They are the ones to talk to. Yes, and Jennifer's probably going to take your call if I had to guess. And you'll see right away why we love those girls at Odo Pro. They yeah. are just, I mean, phenomenal. No doubt. Um, speaking of girls, Don Grant, she's another great one that we love. Helps out a lot with the mental side of things. I've uh, restarted the program and working through that. It's doing some good things for me there. So big shout to Don. Uh, the guys at Rhino, Scott, Matt, Jody, Jody. come on. Fantastic dudes, man. Yeah. And then they got that shoot coming out. So we're, uh, we're hoping everybody will... Get in on that. Yep. And uh, Vero Beach. Let's not forget Vero Beach. Brian Palmer, great guys. We're going to see them very, very soon down for the first inaugural Dead Pair Blast, which you can sign up on Score Chaser. Yes. Hope to see you down there December 1st and 2nd. And that will be the grand opening of the new clubhouse. Yeah. And that thing is sweet. I saw pictures of it on Facebook the other day. Dude. It's like a minor Taj Mahal. Pic pictures do it zero justice. Yeah. I bet you it is really, really cool. It's amazing. And last but not least, uh, we all love busting these things. White flyer targets, right? Yes. <laughs> and hey, listen, a big shout out also to Chad Roberts. Uh, he's our in-house resident pro, I guess you could say. Yep. Uh, thank you, Chad, for all the help you give Sean and I, um, whether it's with the podcast or with our shooting. Yes, I know we're a mess, 
But uh, we're working on it, buddy. And your program is helping a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. He hasn't ran away yet, so we're doing okay. Well, I don't... I think Chad's outside of shooting is messed up as we are so probably but that's probably why we all get along but so he good. shoots a lot better than we do so we'll just give oh, him God, that yes yes <laughs> man is an amazing talent that's it's a shame it's a shame his scores don't reflect who he is as a shooter so yeah, absolutely but hey listen sean alley what do we tell everybody every week this is a great, great sport, guys. Get people out there. If you're shooting it, you're doing the sport a disservice by not taking people out and introducing them to this sport. Put a gun in their hand, show them how to break some clay targets, the rest will take care of itself. Absolutely. And until next week, Mr. Alley. We can't wait to see you all back here on the Dead Pair Podcast. We'll see you next time on the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by Elite Shotguns and Vero Beach Clay Shooting and is fueled by Fioki USA. The Dead Pair theme song was written, arranged, and produced by Toby Tomplay. Special thanks to the following sponsors. Bear Pelt, Rhino, Odo Pro, Don Grant, Atlas Trap Company, RE Ranger, and White Flyer Targets. 